Tonight on Whiskey Waffle, Ted has a whinge. They don't know how hard we have it here. Nick considers his fellow man. Do you have enough drinking space? And Ted fails to impersonate Sean Connery. Smash session shaver. That's this episode on Whiskey Waffle, the podcast. I mean, cast. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back. It has been way too long. Oh my god, we are so sorry that we've been away for so long. Yeah, yeah, um, but finally, we have made it happen. The Whiskey Waffle Podcast is back. Everyone, rejoice. Yay! That was me rejoicing. Woo! There we go, nice. Um, so my name is Nick. And my name is Ted. And we are the writers of Tasmania's number one whiskey blog, Whiskey Waffle. Yeah, enough rejoicing. Um, we are here to fill your ear holes with some irreverent talk about whiskey. Although you must fill your own mouth with whiskey itself. Yeah, I think I shall. I've, I've poured both my colleague and I a nice dram of uh, a Glen Rothers. I I thought when I tasted this that it was had quite a fruity flavour, mm. berry sort of flavour. And when I looked on the box, it told me that that was indeed so. So I was very proud of myself. You must be right. You must be right. All right, on with the podcast. I mean, cast. Woo! Yeah, okay. <laughs> Is it a bird? No. Is it a plane? No. Is it two guys rambling on about whiskey? Absolutely. Hey. It's the Whiskey Waffle Podcast. <laughs> the Waffle. Tonight on The Waffle, we are talking about a... Fiercely contested whiskey context. Context? Contest. contest. Forget about Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible. Forget about the London Whiskey Awards. Forget about the Australian Distilled Spirits, whatever the A stands for. Oh, probably award. <laughs> <laughs> um, forget about all of that because the real whiskey contest is happening on Whiskey Waffle right now. We are running a March Madness bracket. And although it is currently April, um, we don't care. And it is with great excitement that I'm about to announce the results of round two to my unsuspecting colleague. What? Oh my god, we're going live to Whiskey Waffle HQ, where we're about to receive the results of round two of the Whiskey Waffle March Bracket. Oh my god, this is crazy guys, the stats are off the charts. Alright, I'm going to hand over to my colleague Nick, and he's going to give the results in a pretty much non-American accent like I'm trying to do at the moment. Yeah, I can't can't do the American accent nearly as well as you. Okay, well, just before we do that, let's go back to the start and just mm. do a reminder. So, how many how many distilleries did we have in well, the initial round? We begun with sixty four distilleries, um, and well, sixty three distilleries and one independent bottler. But shh, shh we make these rules. Yeah, that's been pointed out a few times, but we reserve every right to make up our own minds about what we want to put on our own things. Yes, exactly. So we started with sixty four, and they we seeded the top sixteen on fame. And then and we randomly just drew personal preference as well. Yeah, we'll it's a bit of personal preference, but um, we, we tried wanted. to think about what are the most um, widely known whiskies, um, and then we randomly drew the rest. And where um, did these whiskies come from, Nick? All around the world. Yeah, so not it's just Scotland. So it's, it's not like a sort of just one American basketball team. Uh, no, it's not. It's just not just college basketball across America. It is. American whiskies, Scottish whiskies, Australian whiskies, Japanese, and there is one Indian whiskey. And spoiler alert: there is still an Indian distillery that is live in this competition right now. Do we have a Taiwanese whiskey in there as well? We did. It didn't last long. Um, Sorry sorry to Cavalan. It it was knocked out in the first round. Also knocked out in the first round. Our um, local Hell is Road. 
gone. Uh, knocked out by Starwood. Tough one there. Were there but- any sort of really big clashes in the first round? Yamazaki fell. Yeah, uh, number eight seed. I do like Yamazaki. My my disappointing tale of Yamazaki is I went to Japan and I went to Yamazaki Distillery, the flagship distillery for Japan, and you couldn't actually buy a bottle of Japanese whiskey there. That's the state that Japanese whiskey is in. I mean, they had a fantastic bar where you could buy all sorts of interesting things, but actually taking a bottle home? Sorry. <laughs> what were you thinking of buying a bottle of Yamazaki when going to Yamazaki Distillery? Yeah, I know. You could buy some cheetah, which is uh, Suntory's grain whiskey, but... Nah, that's, yeah. that's cheetering, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, then. So, Yamazaki got knocked out by our local boys, Lark. How do you feel about that, Ted? Yamazaki versus Lark. Yeah, I mean, not bad. I mean, I've, I suppose I've, I've got a... As much as I love Yamazaki, I've still got to stick up for luck. They were sort of one of the foundational whiskey experiences for us, so... Yeah, true, It's pretty true. good. Um, another very close contest was uh, Edredow. Got knocked out by Lefroig. Drew yeah. Lefroig in the first round. Sorry, Edredow. Yeah, that was going to be a hard tough, one. Yeah, but now we're moving on to round two, and Ted does not know the results yet. Oh my God, but I assume the stats are wild. Oh yeah, it's wild. The first one was Glenfiddich versus Brookladdie. Oh, okay. Glenfiddich, most famous single malt in the world, but mm-hmm. Brookladdie, bloody fantastic. I'm going to predict Brookladdie. They're, they're sort of fairly feisty Isla stock. They um, like to come out with some pretty interesting products, and I reckon they have got it. And you're right. Yeah, Brookladdie with 86% of the vote. Nailed it. Glenfiddich. 86%. Yeah, our number one seed are gone. Yeah, see, people just take Glenfiddich for granted, even though they're, they're actually not bad. Mm. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, the next round was Abelard versus Starwood. Scotland versus Australia. I reckon... I don't know. It's hard, actually. I, I would have thought that more people would have heard of Starwood, but then you never know. Um, I still think that seeing as our fan base and the people we have been badgering about um, voting in this contest are mostly Australian, they're probably going to go for the local boys. And you would be and wrong. Girls. What? Yeah. No more Starwood. Starwood. out. Oh. Abelard was- have knocked them out with a vote of 69%. Really? <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> no, they, they polled very strongly. Did people not like the ginger beer cask? Was Must that have it? been that, yeah. yeah. Okay, another local clash. There'll be a couple of these. Lime Burners versus Overeem. I'm just going to say hands down that I want Overeem to win this. Um, good, I mean, good news. Well, I, I hope so. Lime Burners has got like some pretty... Um, Pretty well regarded drops like the um, was it Darkest Winter is that theirs? Uh, yes, yes. I was going to say the Darkest Storm, but that's just yeah. some sort of uh, Talisker spinoff. Yeah, no. Um, but Overeem, I really want Overeem to win this, and they did. Uh, again, sixty nine percent of the vote. Um, then we sixty <laughs> nine. <69. laughs> um, and then we move on to pot, which was the closest contest of the entire competition, and this is the big Tassie showdown: Belgrove versus Lark. Ooh, ooh. Now, I know which one I want to win because I really rate uh, this whiskey and I think that it's fantastically creative and he can do amazing things with old chip oil. But you've also then got that one against the sort of the flagship Tasmanian whiskey. Oh, is it the flagship anymore? I mean, mm. yeah, Sultan's Cove too. But, um, okay, I really want Belgrave to win. Hey, Pete. Um, but... I think Lark's probably got it on the, um, yeah. It's close, 54% to 46%, and the winner 
is Belgrove. Yes! <laughs> it is. It was so close. And Lark were dominating for the first um, few days of voting, but then Belgrove stormed right back. This is a win for the rise. Yeah. Um, Highland Park v Buffalo Trace. Uh, do I need to answer this one? Uh, no, this was quite comprehensive. 93% of the vote. To so Buffalo Park. Trace? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Highland Park. No. Um, ben Romuck versus Sullivan's Cove. Sullivan's Cove, just because a lot of people probably haven't heard of Ben Romack as much. And also, yeah, Sullivan's Cove winning that whole big thing. They've so. won another award recently as well. Yeah, they did. Well mm. done to Sullivan's Cove. And they've won this as well. They've beaten Ben Romack with 73% of the vote. Uh, sorry, Ben Romack and your organic grain release. Yeah. Well, now onto the Battle of the Glens. Glen Roths, Glen Farkless. Hmm. I've been to both. Glenfarclas has a tasting room that's built out of an Australian ship. True. Glen Roths uh, releases um, vintage whiskies, and I've also been outside that distillery and mm. looked at it. Um, yep. I did actually poke my head in the door um, yeah. sneakily, and it was Until fun, you got kicked out? No, they didn't even kick me out. It was a bit disappointing. Yeah. Um, Couldn't even cause controversy. Look, I like both of them. I think I want... Glenfarclas to win because of the Glenfarclas 15, which is one of our favourite whiskies at the moment. It's good, isn't it? Um, and they have. Um, they actually, Solid. that was very close as well. Um, come back, but it ended up 62% of the vote. Um, Springbank versus Lafroig. Yeah, I think Lafroig's going to just have more supporters in general. Springbank does make a great whiskey and props to the Campbelltown region, but mm. Isla is really where it's at. And yeah. Lafroig is one of the big three. So Lafroig has made it, you're no doubt there. Seventy-seven uh, percent of the vote. Um, Knob Creek versus Glen Murray. Knob, mm-hmm. Knob mm-hmm. Creek. <laughs> <laughs> and look on names alone, Knob Creek should win hands down. Uh, mm-hmm. What was the other one? Uh, Glen Murray. Glen Murray. Well, I mean, Glen Murray is our favourite little um, battler. Uh, mm. Look, if you're a uni student listening and you want to be more impressive than just. Uh, Drinking something... Just goon. Yeah, well, I mean, goon whiskey uh, and some sort of uh, sweet uh, additive. Um, Glen Murray is your friend. You can Mm. pick up a bottle of, like, their basic one um, for... 45 bucks. 45 bucks, which is... Australian. Yeah, by no means out of price range. It's good for Australia. And they've won, too. Yes! 85% of the votes, they were very comprehensive. Don't think enough people have tried (laughs) Knob Creek. (laughs) Uh, More people need to try some Knob. Creek. Glenn Morangi versus Miyagikyo. I really want Miyagikyo to win. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's fairly comprehensive from Glenn Morangi there. Um, what about Paul John versus Oban? Hmm, interesting. So, Paul John, as we mentioned before, well, we alluded to before, mm. is our little Indian battler in the mix. Um, yeah. We've met the guys. They're really yeah, nice. They're, um, they're lovely. Hey, hey, Paul John guys. Um, sorry for drunkenly rambling at you. Uh, that time at Whiskey yeah, Live, Sneha. Go to Paul John earlier in your Whiskey Live session rather than yeah. later. And then Sneha doesn't have to put up with you um, mm. rambling on in her ear. Yep. Um, what was the other one? Oban. Oban. Yep. Um, yeah, Oban's interesting. I've been there. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. Lovely town. Lovely, Lovely town. town. Um, I think I'm going to go for Paul John, but I'm really I'm really unsure on this one. They have. Paul John done it, did it. Yes. They're through. Um, good work. Good job to Paul John. Now we're up to... Ireland versus Tasmania. Connemara versus Hartwood. Hartwood, yeah. Yes, def- yes. Definitely Hartwood. Hartwood by a very con- comprehensive margin so far. Yeah, Hartwood seems to be just waiting in 
um, with its fists swinging and yeah, really I, punching it could, hard. Could go all the way. Could go all the way. All right, then. Here's a big one. Lagavulin versus Glendronic. Lagavulin. Have one. Is your I, 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 was your so, I was so excited to say that. I, yeah. I didn't even say it properly. Um, okay. What was the other one? I didn't even listen. Uh, it's Lagavulin versus Glendronic. Yeah, sorry, Glendronic. Um, Lagavulin all the way. Um, and I'm going to be, I'm going to, am I going to cry tears of Pete? Um, yep. So the 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 margin was forty three percent to fifty seven percent, and the Ooh. winner was Glendronic. No! Glendronic have taken no! down the number three seed Lagavulin, and Lagavulin uh, are out. I love you so much, <laughs> and they're gone. <laughs> that was a big shock. Oh, that, big that, shock! How do you that, feel, Ted? I yeah, th- this think is... you should express yourself properly. Well, essentially, this is like. Um, Federer or someone of that caliber exiting mm. in the well in the second round, um, obviously just had a bad day there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, oh, it was close. It was close. But Glendronic this is, this is sort started of, strong and finished strong. I suppose this is Ashley Barty coming up through the ranks. I mean, I don't know why Ashley Barty's playing Roger Federer, but yeah. anyway, um, um, that she's come out. She's on beating top. him. So yeah. So that was the big result of round two. Next one is Ardbeg versus Hakshu. Well, I know which one I do want to win, and I know which one should win, but I also want, kind of, in a roundabout way, Hakshu to win as well, just because I have a bit of a thing for Japanese whiskey. But, I beg, all the way, uh, I'm still angry that I haven't tried the alligator, but... <laughs> and they did. They got through pretty strongly, I beg, in the end, 79% of the vote. Um, McCallan versus Scapa. Scapa. Um, Is your prediction... It's what I'd like to win. So, McAllen is one of those... McAllen is a whiskey that has a really good sort of way of inveigling itself into movies and mm. uh, things. I think... I think it's is it, money. Is it, yeah, is it, is it McAllen that James Bond shot off someone's head? Uh, failed to shoot off someone's failed head, Failed to yeah. shoot off someone's head. Indeed. Um, shot them instead. Um, the baddie did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, but, I mean, they're one of these whiskies that has all these different editions and they're all fancy, expensive editions and... At, at McAllen, at the McAllen, I should say, don't I met the- a, a, yeah, don't forget that I met a guy called Toby Wingfield Digby, who was about the most British person. It's about I've the ever poshest met. name you've yeah. ever heard. Yep, yeah, it was pretty great. But Scapper is one of the most elegant whiskies in the entire world. Um, it shares a home with Highland Park up on Orkney. Highland Park's like a really well-rounded peaty whisky. The Scapper is not peaty at all. It's smooth and elegant, and I have a bottle of Scapper 16 sitting at home, which I managed mm-hmm. to pick up just before. I'm gonna I'm gonna weigh into this because um, all I've been doing is reading the results throughout this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna provide two short bits of our context. I think Macallan is one of the greatest whiskies in the world. If you like having your whiskey sit in a glass cabinet and never be drunk. Mm. And I think that Scarpa is one of the best whiskies in the world if they kept the 16-year-old going and didn't bother with this Naz rubbish. Yeah, true. What is it? The Orcadian? Yeah, and, and to, to be fair, it's not bad. It's just not as good as it used to be. No, I'm still glad that I have that bottle of Back 16. Back in my day. Yeah. And I have another bottle of 16 so that's already open. So. We, you've discussed the um, merits. Who do you think won? McAllen. Yeah, it was McAllen. Oh. Scaparagon. And finally, Balvaney versus Beaumore. Beaumore. See... I have ambivalence towards Bomor. It's got like it's got some that are good, but others just haven't really impressed as much. It's it's an Isla one, so you you mean it should sort of go really well, but it just doesn't quite work sometimes. And we have a 
bit of a big soft spot for the Balvenie as well. They're sort of the they're the Lexus to uh, um, Glenfiddich's Toyota. Really. They're the Cole Clark to Guitars Maiden. It could be. Are mm. you making obscure Australian guitar references? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think I want the Balvenie to win. Yeah, I did. Yeah, good. Yeah, pretty comfortable in the end. So that is all of our results. Any so big surprise, Lagavulin like, going in the second round. That is a wild stat. Mm. Um, but I guess I guess Belgrove overcoming Lark was the other big one. Yeah, no, I'm really pleased about that. Mm. Pete Bignall is a true. Champion. What you won't be pleased about, Ted, is who Belgrove have drawn in the next round now. Oh God, is it Hartwood? No, no. Hartwood no, on the other on, side. Hartwood's the on the other side of the draw. They are facing off against Overeem. Oh, <laughs> the Tassies keep. Oh, they're knocking each other out, aren't they? Oh, that's been fun, though. It's been a very Mm. intense... um, Oh, it has been a hard-fought battle. Whoever gets through that could go all the way. Depends on our votership. Um, Brook Laddie are going to come up against Abela. Highland Park have got Solomon's Cove. That's a big home versus away little battle there. Glenn Farkless have got Lefroig. On the other side of the draw, some interesting results. So, Glen Murray, I've got Glen Morangy. There's a new Battle of the Glens. Yeah, and it's a bit of a sort of a. It's it's not quite as like, ooh, that's going to be like, oh mm. no, it's not. I'm backing Glen Murray there. I reckon they yeah, might I'm get through. Glen Murray too. Here's here's a, here's a tough one. Paul John have now got Hartwood. Yes, yeah, sorry, India. It was nice to know you, Paul John. It was nice. You, okay, you guys were really nice, but yeah. So, McCallan, I've got Balvaney for mm. battle for Speyside dominance. Big, big shiny sports cars versus slightly mm. smaller shiny sports cars. But this is the one making me cry. Glendronic versus Ardbeg. Ooh, you do like a bit of Glendron. Oh, it's my favourite Isla Distillery versus my favourite Mainland Distillery. Yeah. I'm torn. I don't know how I'm going to vote. It's been a, it's been an interesting interesting little contest so far, and thank you to everyone that's voted. Um, if you're interested, get on to www.whiskeywaffle.com and get on our... Uh, March Madness page and give us a couple of votes towards your favourite. How else can people vote, Ted? Um, they can look out on our Facebook page. They can look out on our Instagram page. Um, they can look out on our Twitter. They can send us a carrier pigeon if they so choose. Or probably more likely an email, whiskeywaffle at gmail.com. Before we finish up, who do you think is going to win? Oh, I mean... Hartwood looks like it's going to go on a massive rampage, but it's not necessarily going to. It's not necessarily going to pick up the international voters. Hey, international voters! If you want to get involved, please go to our social media uh, pages and put in your votes. Especially if the, the distilleries themselves want to get involved. Come on, guys, back yourselves! Exactly. I'm going to put out a, a dark horse call here. Are you ready for this? I'm going to pick. Glenn Murray for the win. Oh, yes. Go, Glenn Murray. I reckon it's going to happen. You just wait. Glenn Murray, 2019. You know what's going to happen, buddy? What is going to happen, Ted? Magic. The Whiskey. So, tonight on The Whiskey, I have prepared my very best wooden box. It is a nice wooden box, actually. It's a lovely wooden box with a sliding lid. It's it's got a sort of handcrafted feel to it. It just I think it suits the whiskey because the whiskey tonight comes from Scotland's smallest mainland distillery. Smallest mainland distillery. Yeah, there's one on the Isle of Harrison Lewis that's even smaller and there's probably a few micro startups, but this one is the smallest official well-known 
one that you can actually buy somewhere apart from at the distillery. Mm, interesting. And what is this whiskey, Nick? Well, I've always called it Edradau, and I might be saying it wrong, but you got any uh, suggestions, Ted? Edradur. 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 Yeah, I'm going to call it Edradau from now on. Apologies to all our Scottish fans. Yeah, they've just switched One off. of you. Um, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, it's an Edradau, and it is, well, let me, um, let me pour you a drink and we'll talk about it. Yeah, sure. Okay, Nick has gone for the bottle. This is pretty intense times here at Whiskey Waffle. He's he's pouring. Oh, the whiskey has gone in the glass. That is a good start. And, oh, he's managed to. Heady stuff, folks. And, oh, my goodness, that whiskey is an incredibly dark color. Nick, once you get back to your microphone, tell me, why is this whiskey so dark? Well, if this was a Diageo whiskey, the answer would be E150 coloring, but... My favorite. Yeah, no, no one's favorite. But no, it's not. This is the natural color. And it is almost black, isn't it? It's certainly sort of a dark rum, sort of golden syrupy sort of color. But why? Um, Because this is as heavily sherried as they come. This is called Edredau straight from the cask. And it is a cask strength. I will just uh, relate. So tell us the stats. So the stats are, it is 10 years old. Mm-hmm. It is a Highland single malt Scotch whiskey. Good Did you know. know that? Yeah. <laughs> it was established in 1823. Cool. Are these the stats you're after? No, not the, not the distillery. It is stats, also, according stats. to the bottle, Scotland's little gem. Well, that's fair enough. Oh, oh. Give us a percentage. Here's some interesting stats. It was distilled on the 24th of November, 2006. Two days before your birthday. Yes. We right. won't Two s- days before your 18th, actually. Yep. So all uh, the listeners out there know exactly yeah. how old Ted is now. <laughs> if you can wish, be wish him happy birthday on the 26th. Yep. Thank you. Uh, and it was matured in Sherry Butt number 386. Oh, that's my favourite one, 386. 387 was a bit of disappointment, but um, 386 was a and good And it was bottled on the 22nd of May 2017. <laughs> Here comes the challenge, Ted. How old does that make it? I don't know. <laughs> you just told me it was a 10-year-old. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know I don't know precisely. I know it's a 10-year-old. I don't know <laughs> the precise date. Yeah. Um, it's not 11 years old. Yeah. It's 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 yeah, not quite 11 years old, but no. however many months. No. Um <laughs> it is also um produced in Scotland. Good. I don't know if we've mentioned that at the Edgedale Distillery Co Limited Pitch Lockery PH one six five JP. Are you are you fascinated by these? <laughs> Give facts? me a percentage, Ted. Oh, is that what you wanted? Oh, right. Okay, it's fifty nine point three percent. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. This is a cask strength whiskey, and to be fair, I think that's where a lot of the magic comes from, isn't it? Thick. It is much like you. <laughs> Opened myself up for that one. Yeah, it's very viscous. Ja- yeah, viscous. It's sort of it it. You don't actually smell so it. You sort of have to just make it sort of crawl up your face and into your nose. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, it's heavy, isn't it? It's it's jammy and mm. it's sort of... Uh, oh, syrupy, isn't it? Syrupy, yeah. Oh, it's warm, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Oh, man, that is... Good. Um, it's dry. It's, it's really drying out. Yeah, throat. so what's, what sort of sherry does this contain then? It doesn't actually say. I'm, I'm assuming it's, a, it's an Oloroso of some sort, but I mm. could be wrong. I, I, from its dryness, I'd suggest Oloroso. Yeah. No. That, I reckon you're right on that. I mm. hope, I think, possibly. 
lingers, doesn't it? But- it does. It's It's got a nice, big, hefty, full body that sort of roars through the mouth and down the throat. A sort of um, a toffee-apple-y palate. Um, I know that I'm describing sweet things after just, just mentioning it as dry, but you know how mm. when you get that sort of burnt sugar toffee, it's, mm. it doesn't almost taste sweet? It's got this bitter element to it yeah. as well. I think it's it's like they had to chip it off the inside of the barrel. Mm. It's 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 strong tea as well. That's just the way I like my tea. Yeah, well. Um, cold and... Yeah. <laughs> forgotten about. Forgotten about and yeah. quite strong. Yeah. So, um, mm. yes. It's good, and it looks it looks tea coloured as well. Yeah, I mean, true. the colour is well, amazing. Your tea, yeah, it is. No, it's incredible. It's it's just it's a full on dram. It's not a beginner's whiskey, mm, but nah, this one goes down all right. It does, damn solid drop, Edradale. Mm. Um, eclipsing Tasmania in size still. Mm-hmm. I think your barrel is the same size as Tasmania's entire output. <laughs> <laughs> um, but good times, good times had by all especially the people drinking it. Whiskey, would you rather? Tonight on Whiskey, would you rather? I have a question for Ted. Okay, Nick, um, shoot. I'm ready to go. Ted, would Whiskey, would you rather? Would you rather buy a 30 mil dram of Heartwood for $12.50 or a tumbler full of Glen Morangy for $12.50? <laughs> Well, I have done one of those things. So I won't say which. Um, we'll keep the um. We'll keep the. We'll keep the RSA on the. Uh, yeah. The venue in question on the uh, safer oh, side. Oh man. Mm. Okay, Hartwood. You've got some phenomenal drops. Mm. Like, yeah, they're, it's hard to beat. It, you've got <laughs> just things that are off the show. Hartwood do Hartwood speciality is high strength. High character, yep. high rarity oh, uh, yeah. whiskies. So having having a Heartwood is is not just having a whiskey; it's having an occasion. <laughs> you, you, you but go when and, it costs twelve dollars fifty, Ted, does when it costs twelve dollars fifty for for a nip, I mean, I the last Heartwood I came across was about fifty dollars for a nip. So that's very tempting. Do you like? Are you offering me one in particular? Um. Yeah, just whatever's on the shelf. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. What, what do I want? Like, there's a, there's some pretty good ones out there. But then, a tumbler full of Glenmorangie. Uh, <laughs> neck, oh, was it? No, it was uh, just 10-year-old, I believe. Speaking from not experience at all. Yeah, it's never happened to us at all. Yeah, no. I mean, for sheer, for sheer pure, like, oh, my God, did that just happen factor, a tumbler full of Glenmorangie <laughs> is amazing. And it can keep you amused for the entire evening. <laughs> yep. Okay, okay. He- here's the thing. Glamorangy in Tumblr is amazing, but Glamorangy in itself is not that special. It's it's not a special thing. It's like you could get another Scotch whiskey of an entry-level sort of uh, state and be like, yep, that was also really good. Whereas <laughs> Hartwood is a special occasion on any day. Like and the, and part of the thing is because they're so limited and so rare, they're gonna run out eventually. I mean, obviously you rich fancy collectors out there who have bought two of each one and are just keeping one off the side for 
never consuming. It's just going to stay on the shelf. Yes, there will always be a little bit of heartwood around. Buy two, drink one, wait till the other one goes up so much in price that it covers the cost of the both of them. Basically, yes. Why were we not thinking? I this? am going to go for purely because of the phenomenal value as well. The heartwood in a thirty mil dram because it's just any any of them would do, but mm. it's just such a special thing to it's it, it's it's sort of communion for whiskey drinkers. You're not wrong, Teddy. You're not wrong, and you you, you have remembered, of course, that uh, we may have experienced a twelve dollar fifty. Tumbler full of Glenmorangie. Mm. But you're forgetting that we've also received a 30 mil dram of Heartwood from the same venue for that price. We did! We did do that! <laughs> Thank you, inexperienced bartenders. Oh my god, that place mm. is the best. We it's, should go there again. I know. Mm, this whiskey is not on our list. Uh, I'll just charge the same as the Scottish one. Thank you very much. We'll have two. You don't have your... Your thing out, so I'll go first. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't whipped it out. Not, not that you can see. No, no. Um, the, the, the wonders of the audio medium. Yes. All right, smash. View, view, viewers are left hanging, just like me. <laughs> just like you. <laughs> yes. Smash session or seamer. All right, viewers. Viewers. Uh, tasters. I don't know. Wafflers. Whatever medium that you you are experiencing us through at the moment, it is time for Smash Session Saber! <laughs> nice, Ted, nice. So I'm going to uh, smash down a dram, savor a dram, and session a dram, but I have to choose which. Okay, buddy, here is an interesting one. These are whiskey-ish things. Okay, the ish concerns me. Yes, it should do. Mm. Okay. Would you rather smash, session, or savor Jack Daniel Honey, Glavia, or Fireball? Oh, no. You are a cruel, cruel man. As I said, whiskey-ish. Yeah. You couldn't even give me the um, couldn't even give me the Jim Beam Honey, which I don't even, you know, with a sore throat, could just about get down. I mean, you could probably, you could probably substitute Jack Daniel Honey for Jim Beam Honey. They're probably... The same thing, really. Yeah. Um, Just ones from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Glavia and Fireball. Oh, God. So it's probably quite clear that I'm not a fan of any of these things. Why is that, Nicholas? Tell tell the nice viewers, because listeners, tasters. It's because they've all been augmented with another flavor. I'm a big fan of what you can do with three ingredients. Barley, yeast, water. You distill that stuff, you stick in a barrel for a while, especially a barrel that's had something else like sherry or port or even bourbon, and then you get this magic. Whereas Jack Daniel's honey, well, let's had some honey added. Uh, Glavia is a liqueur. It has been sweetened. A freaking fireball with its cinnamon. Ugh, it's 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 all been augmented and not in a good way. People seem to enjoy shotting, gla- uh, not Glavia, um, Fireball, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, I don't know if enjoy is the right word, but I think that is the one I'm going to smash. Yeah, I, I think- would I would too. Get that out of the way as fast as humanly possible. Fireball is is by people that like it, they still smash it. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. So I think that is that has got to be smashed. Um, and that, that leaves us with a saver versus a session. 
gosh. Honey the, versus Herbie Honey. Yeah, exactly. The um the Glavia is a slightly lower alcohol percentage, but actually feels like a higher one. I'm actually gonna savor the Glavia. Mainly because it rhymes. <laughs> but I just think it's more of a sipper. It's more of a sipper. It's more something you just, just sort of sit on for a long time. I wouldn't necessarily enjoy the savouring, but I think small sips is the way to deal with Glavia. Whereas the the Jack Daniels, you know, that is made to be sort of consumed in, in large quantities. I reckon it go down quite nicely. The honey sweetens up everything. And um, yeah, you probably... You could probably get through a few drams in a night if pushed. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna session the session the the JD honey and I'm gonna save the glaver. Okay, listeners, what do you think? Is Nick right or probably is he not. crazy? There's, there's no right answer. Here. I don't think there is any right answer. But please let us know if yeah. you are interested in what you think should be the right order there. What would you do, Ted? I think I'd do exactly the same as you would, Nick. Mm. Smash that fireball down. Yeah. Try not to let it touch the sides. Actually, actually, I, I have actually smashed down some fireball lately. Yeah. I was at a bar and I bumped into someone I hadn't seen for ages um, and she's like, um, Let's drink some fireball! Well, it was more of a, you know, um, rock, paper, scissors, the loser pays for the fireball. Oh, and God, I lost. that's harsh. Yeah, and I lost. I paid for the fireball. And you paid for the fireball. And then I had to drink it. I'm eminently disappointed in you. Yeah, I, it was Although, because it was very it was, late at night. Because it was a bet and it was late at night, mm. that's probably okay, but yep. still. I was wearing a bow tie, so that's all right. It doesn't make up for it. Oh, gosh. Well, that's where I'm, that's where I'm at. I would have thought, you know, open your mouth and the outro comes, but apparently not. And so, ladies and gentlemen, mm. that brings us to the end of our podcast. This is going this well. Evening. Keep going. Yep. We've very much enjoyed drinking the drams that we've drunk tonight, yeah. as always. And we've had, probably had slightly too many, um, which is maybe why you may have noticed that some of our podcasts get a little bit slurry towards the end. <laughs> but anyway, we hope you've enjoyed it. As we've mentioned several times, hopefully in this podcast, Check us out at www.whiskeywaffle.com. That is our main site where you can find all sorts of reviews and news articles and uh, other sort of various wafflings about stuff related mm. to whiskey. Indeed. That is indeed. why you are here. If you're not here for whiskey, then thank you for listening. We are quite surprised that you've stuck <laughs> you made it with it this it. far, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, follow us on, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, Carrier and Pigeon. Carrier Pigeon, yeah. Yep. Um, Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Mm. We hope you have an excellent time. Until next time, as we always say, keep on waffling and good night. Whiskey Waffle recommends you drink whiskey responsibly and only if you're above the legal drinking age in your country. Our lawyers made us say that. Or at least, they would have if we actually had lawyers. Viewers are left hanging, just like me. <laughs> just like you.